are listening to the Far From Vesuvius podcast. I am your host, Marco Kubani D'Onofrio. And what's up? Merry Christmas. Happy belated Christmas, I should say. Happy New Year. I'm excited to be talking to you. I got to shout out the crew and every good thing that they've done over the year and what they're currently doing. Shout out to Rafa and Ken working hard on Monday Night Napoli. Shout out to Kirsten. You know, I mean, she's an author. And then we got a doctor. We got Dr. Henry. I mean, we got a legit crew. And thank you for always supporting us to our listeners, to our readers, and to everybody who follows us on Twitter and all that good stuff. It really, really is appreciated. Um, and I apologize for not being more active myself. You know, I was kicked off of Twitter about a year and a half ago. Stereo said, yeah, I was kicked off of Twitter as well. I mean, let's not get into all of that fun stuff. But what brings me here on a Tuesday night, because at time of recording, it's 6.02 p.m. on December 28th. Yep, it's still a holiday technically, right? I had the day off because it was the Boxing Day owed to us, thankfully. Um, But what brings me here is something that I never thought I would ever discuss, and I'm still not sure how I feel about, to be honest with you. And I had to legitimately wait all day to record this podcast because... I wanted to get the the opportunity to process the information and to really kind of comprehend what was actually going to happen and what was going down. And to be honest with you, even now that I've had the day to do so, I'm still not sure how I feel about the whole situation. Of course, I am talking about Lorenzo Insigne's potential move to Toronto FC for a whole lot of money. Um, and when I mean a whole lot of money, I mean a whole lot of money. There have been different amounts reported. I've heard, you know, 11.5 million euros with 4.5 million euros um, add-ons and, 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 and additional bonuses, which seems insane. Um, but, I mean, it's Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. And if, if you don't know the about the Toronto sports landscape, they own the Toronto Maple Leafs. They own Toronto FC, they own the Toronto Raptors, uh, they own the Toronto Marlies, which is Toronto, um, the Leafs-like farm team. They also own the Toronto Argonauts of the CFL. I mean, this is a juggernaut of an organization, or sorry, of a corporation that has a plethora of money and a plethora of resources, so they can throw whatever they want to at Lorenzo Insigne if they need to, and it looks like they have indeed done so. Um, But regardless of what he is getting paid financially, um, the the thought of Lorenzo Insigne, Napoli's captain, the man who started for the Italian national team during a summer of triumph and the victory of what was the European Championship in 2021. Um, That Lorenzo Insigne could be lining up for Toronto FC in June. No. I mean... Just, just, I just had to, you know, kind of leave that pause for a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a sip of my coffee, and I want you to just to process that information for a second. Think about that. Have you really thought about it? When you close your eyes, and you have seen the memes and the pictures and, and that, you know, the the photoshopped images of Insignia potentially wearing red. When you close your eyes and really imagine it. 
Lorenzo Insignia at BMO Field. That's what we're talking about here. That's what we're discussing. And the truth is, as somebody who has had the amazing fortune to have worked as a beat reporter covering Toronto FC for multiple years for multiple publications, um, I don't know how I feel. I, I really don't. Like... I remember how I felt when Toronto FC landed Sebastian Jovinko, and it was a different situation, and it was a different circumstance. And the more I think about it, though, the more I realize that maybe it really isn't that much of a different circumstance. And we're going to come back to that for a second, but put that thought in the back of your head. But I was there during the Sebastian Jovinko press conference when he was introduced to the media, and I was there during his first game at BMO Field with Toronto FC. And I was there when he won MLS Cup with Toronto FC. I mean, I was there during that whole time. And I think about everything that Sebastian Jovinko accomplished and what he wanted to get out of coming to Toronto FC that a lot of people in Europe still don't understand. It goes beyond money. Of course, money is a, is a huge factor. Let's not pretend it's not. It is. But it goes beyond that. There's a reason Sebastian Jovinko is so desperate to come back to Toronto FC even now. And why he still lives in Toronto now. Imagine being Lorenzo Insigne living in Napoli. Day in, day out. Imagine the weight of the world on his shoulders and the pressure that he must feel. You know, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't imagine it. I just I couldn't picture dealing with it. I, I don't know if I'd want to. But even still He doesn't want to leave. If it was up to him, he would stay in Napoli. But how can he? How can you, after winning the Euro Cup with your national team, after playing a pivotal role in that team, say, I'm, I'm willing to accept a significant pay cut. Let's be honest. It's a, it's a significant pay cut. You know what I mean? Like, it just, in my prime, it, it almost feels like, to me, that I mean, it is a slap in the face. One, it feels almost like an invitation. You know what I mean? Like we really, we really don't want you to stay. That's what De Laurentiis is telling Insigne right now, and he's daring him. He's tempting him. He's 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 legitimately saying, "I dare you to go to any other team. Go. Where are you gonna go? You can't. Sure, I'm sure Juve would give you a nice contract. Not what TFC is giving him." But I'm sure Inter would give him a nice contract. Or in England or Spain. I'm sure there are, are a variety of options for a player of Lorenzo Insigne's quality on a free transfer. But De Laurentiis knows how much Insigne loves this team. And he knows, one, Insigne would never dare go to another Italian team. Maybe another team in Europe. But not another Italian team. So, how do you not go to a team 
like Toronto FC, that's offering you what they're offering you. And more than anything, going back to the Jovinko point, money is important, sure. But they are offering you an opportunity to become an icon. To become a legend. To become a hero in a city that would never forget. Sebastian Jovinko went down as a legend for this club in Toronto. For the Reds. I mean, sure, there are those who are going to question the quality of MLS, which I think is a silly argument, because is it up to the standard of the top leagues in Europe? No. But is it really that much far below? I don't think so. I really don't. And I, I really see the league improving every single year. And if you haven't been watching, you should be watching. Because yes, there are many things to criticize it for. But it does provide some really entertaining games, and they are doing a lot of things right. And if Toronto FC is able to land Lorenzo Insigne, make no mistake about it, this is the, I'm going to say the second biggest signing in the league's history. I mean, nothing will top the David Beckham signing because of the impact that that had in so many other ways. But Lorenzo Insigne coming to Toronto FC in the prime of his career is massive. People want to compare it to Sebastian Jovinko. And I think that's a silly argument. <clears throat> I mean, let's not get into Jovinko versus Insignia. But there are similarities and there are differences. But at the end of the day, I think they are both sensitive guys who want to be loved and appreciated by a fan base. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, they both are guys that... <clears throat> Don't have the, I don't want to say swagger, because that's not the right word, but the fortitude, maybe, that a guy like Zlatan Ibrahimovic has. The ability to just say, I don't care and put everything else out of your mind. Because they are both players who play with their heart on their sleeves and they're emotional. Which can be good and it can be bad. But sometimes in the most... What's the word I'm looking for here? In the most difficult of situations and the most pressure-filled moments, it is difficult to be that kind of player. And so coming to a place like Toronto is an opportunity for him to not have to deal with that. For him to become a legend and to become a hero and to become appreciated without all the negative energy all the time. Because as much as we all love Napoli, we also know how stupid fans can be. I mean, this is a player who has been so criticized over the years. Ripped apart by so many. Whether it's on social media. Whether it's in the stadium. And we all know how much this player, this kid, this guy, this man, this captain loves this team. 
So if we treat a player that we all know, a man that has multiple tattoos dedicated to this club, a man who's grown up in the streets of Naples watching this team, if we treat him like the way we treat him sometimes, what can we expect? And this poor kid who's done everything he could for this team and God, I, 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 as I record this, it gets me frustrated if this is the end because this should not be the end or the way it ends. I'm happy that if he leaves Napoli, he's coming to Toronto FC because it, selfishly, there's a lot of opportunities there for me. But as somebody who loves Napoli... This would be a sad ending to that story. And in all honesty, there is nobody else to blame but your owner and your president and Mr. De Laurentiis. I'm sorry, there isn't. I will back that man up when he needs to be backed up on so many levels because he's done so much good. But in this regard, you cannot say anything to convince me otherwise that he is not responsible for this situation. Insignia would be happy to stay on his current wages. He would turn down almost more than double the amount of money he would be making in Toronto to stay at Napoli. It's the disrespect of being offered lower wages after everything. I'm sorry, that to me is a slap in the face, and I don't blame the man for leaving for that. At Kubani underscore on Twitter, by the way, at Far From Vesuvius. Get at us. Let us know what your thoughts are because this is going to be a hot topic that isn't going away anytime soon and something that people um, are going to need to vent about. So please let us know. Get us. Get at us. Good, bad. If you're a TFC fan listening to us for the first time, welcome. Thank you. Um, I appreciate, you know, you tuning in. Love covering TFC. I'm hoping to be able to cover the team again this season, especially if Senior comes in. Now there's reports, by the way, that Bolotti might be on his way to TFC as well, which honestly would not shock me. He is also a free agent. It would be making a ton of money. And who knows, maybe Jovinko comes back too, which would be would just be a dream for TFC fans. Who, by the way, if you haven't heard yet, or you don't know, Bob Bradley is their new coach, former American men's national team coach, um, coached a variety of teams in Major League Soccer over the years, coached in England, coached in France, Michael Bradley's father, and Michael Bradley is still a member of TFC as well. So, um, you know, Napoli fans, if if this is the end and Lorenzo Insigne is coming to Toronto, do know he will be loved in this city. He will be adored. I mean, Sebastian Jovinko, if you don't know, go back and watch his arrival when he first touched down at Pearson Airport uh, and the reception he got. And, I mean, we all know what happened and, and the story he wrote in MLS. You know, winning an MVP individually, of course, as, you know, the, that, that's the biggest accomplishment you can do individually in the league. And then helping a team that never made the playoffs reach two MLS Cup finals, winning one of them. Um, 
I could just imagine what Lorenzo Insigne would be capable of doing over here. And of course, there's a large Italian community as well. And I'm sure Lorenzo has talked to Sebastian. I'm sure the two of them have had discussions about the city and and why coming here would be a right the right decision. So we will see how this all plays out. We will see what happens going forward. Um, it's just very very interesting times. And again, as as a fan of you know as it of both, you know what I mean. Let's be honest. I cover both teams, but I'm a fan of both teams as well. I love watching both teams. You know. It's 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 yeah. That's that's all I can say. Even after all the time I've had to process this, even after recording seventeen plus minutes of this podcast discussing this and, and getting these thoughts out there, I still don't know how I really feel, and I probably won't for a significant little while. And that's okay. And it's okay if you don't know how to feel. It's okay if you're upset. It's okay if you're sad. It's okay if you're happy. It's okay, it, I. It's okay to feel. Regardless of how you're feeling or who you support, let us know. Get at us at Far From Vesuvius at Kubani underscore. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. And we promise to provide you more and more information as this stuff comes um, down the pipeline and, and more information becomes readily available. So thank you as always for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Um, and Quartz and Apple.